Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of November 5th through November 11th, 2012. Vulnerability activity increased for the period with multiple advisories and software updates for widely used applications. Adobe released an update for Flash Player and Air correcting multiple vulnerabilities, while reports discussed a possible zero-day vulnerability in the latest versions of Adobe Reader circulating in underground channels. Google released an update correcting multiple vulnerabilities in Chrome, which also included the release of the Do Not Track functionality. In addition, Apple released an update for QuickTime for Windows, which corrected multiple vulnerabilities. All of these vulnerabilities and software updates will impact large numbers of end users and are frequently exploited by attackers and criminals. Cisco released two security advisories for a Cisco Secure Access Control System TACX Plus authentication bypass vulnerability and multiple Cisco Ironport Appliances Sophos Threat Engine vulnerabilities, in addition to a security response for Cisco Nexus 1000 V Series Switches software upgrade uh, virtual security gateway issues. VMware released multiple advisories and updates for a VMware Workstation and Player Improper Process Thread Permissions Vulnerability, VMware Workstation and Player Insecure Path Handling Vulnerability, OVF Tool Format String Arbitrary Code Execution Vulnerability, and VMware Products Multiple Unspecified ActiveX Control Vulnerabilities. VMware also responded to reports of the public posting of VMware ESX source code dating back to 2004, and it's related to source code publicly posted in April 2012. A Dell Webcam ActiveX Control Buffer Overflow Arbitrary Code Execution vulnerability was reported. Dell has not confirmed the vulnerability and no updates are available. Exploit samples observed in the, wire, in the wild allow attackers to start a remote shell on a targeted user's machine, allowing the attacker to remotely access a vulnerable system. The attacker could use the remote access to install malicious software or retrieve files from the user's system. A remote code execution vulnerability may impact multiple semantic products when handling CAB files. Semantic hasn't confirmed this vulnerability and updated software is not available. Reports indicate that this vulnerability could be exploited actively in the wild, but exploit code is not available publicly. Microsoft released the advanced notification for November 2012. The announcement reported that six security bulletins will be released on November 13, 2012, addressing 19 individual vulnerabilities. The vulnerabilities impact Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, Microsoft Office, and the .NET framework. IntelliShield published 101 events last week, 47 new events, and 54 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. In July 2012, the U.S. Drug Enforcement Agency arrested two individuals for marijuana cultivation and charged them with federal drug charges. The DEA partially based its arrest on evidence obtained by the warrantless placement of multiple surveillance devices on the 22-acre property owned by one of the defendants in the case. Uh, 
the defendants filed a motion to suppress the evidence on Fourth Amendment grounds. The defendants noted that the property had multiple no-trespassing signs and was protected by a locked gate. The U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Wisconsin has sided with the U.S. Department of Justice and denied the motion to suppress, noting the 1984 Supreme Court case Oliver v. United States, where it was held by the court that, quote, the government's intrusion upon open fields is not one of those unreasonable searches prescribed by the amendment. The court also noted that, quote, because open fields are accessible to the public and the police in ways that a home, office, or commercial structure would not be, and because fences or no trespassing signs do not effectively bar the public from viewing open fields, the asserted expectation of privacy in open fields is not one that society recognizes as reasonable. In this age of increasingly powerful and invasive surveillance technologies, privacy rights are under mounting scrutiny. Technology is rapidly outpacing the legal frameworks that protect these rights. Although the court has found that because fences or no trespassing signs do not effectively bar the public from viewing open fields, never before has the public had so many technological means to view open fields, and never before has the public at large had open access to such widespread satellite and web camera coverage. Businesses and individuals with elevated risk profiles, privacy requirements, intellectual property, or trade secret concerns are advised to review access control measures and policies to ensure that the individual's or businesses' expectations of privacy are adequately protected from both a technological and legal perspective. And next, in the trust risk management category... The recent presentations at the 12th Industrial Control System Security Conference were heavily impacted by vendors pressuring and threatening legal actions to prevent the disclosure of vulnerabilities and weaknesses in multiple ICS and SCADA systems. The organizers, vendors, and presenters engaged in heated public debates over the activity and the, po uh, the problems facing the security of these products and the IHCS industry. The focus of the debates was over disclosures related to systems used in nuclear facilities, uh, the security of those facilities, and the potential from the disclosure of the vulnerabilities. This is a long-debated topic, and despite most in the security community practicing reasonable disclosure, there are certainly those that practice full disclosure. The debate in the case of ICS and SCADA systems is different, though, in that it potentially includes the disclosure of information that could impact national security, critical infrastructures, and in some cases can have uh, real physical and severe impact not only for the operators, but potentially thousands of others. Most in the industry are now aware of the critical situation involving the vulnerabilities in ICS systems and the need to address them. In all responsible disclosure practices, the vendors must not only be active participants in the identification of the vulnerabilities, but also in the timely corrections. Here again, as many experts have noted, correcting these vulnerabilities in some cases is no small effort, but would require a complete rewrite of the code and replacement of thousands of devices, and they have to be addressed quickly, safely, and with the cooperation of everyone involved. And next, in the identity risk management category, Facebook has released a new privacy guide that walks new users step-by-step -step through the privacy and security settings for their Facebook accounts. The new guide also assists new users in understanding how to protect their privacy while using Facebook posts, photo and video sharing, and connecting with other users. 
The privacy information is also available to existing users in the Facebook help files to further educate those users and update them on changes to the privacy and security settings. The Facebook privacy and security settings have gone through several changes, policy updates, and challenges by users, advocates, and government privacy agencies. For those who have Facebook accounts or those who have followed the debates, legal cases, and investigations into privacy issues with Facebook and other social media, this user guide is a welcome sign. It not only indicates that social media is finally maturing into commercial products, but that the social media environments are stabilizing and becoming more responsible in their practices. As businesses continue to address managing the risk around social media use by their employees, uh, they now have a clear and concise user guide for Facebook to reference, uh, educate their users, and build policies for their employees' use. And this week in the human risk management category, two recent reports show the shifting market involving users and criminal activity with mobile devices. International Data Corporation has released the latest market statistics on user adoption of mobile devices, showing that the Android operating system is surpassing the others in smartphones and tablets. As Android, Apple, Microsoft, and RIM continue to release new products and features, the consumer-driven market continues to shift, uh, as does the criminal activity targeting those devices. Along with the market shift, researchers reported a review of the applications available for Android devices and identified a large number of applications that present a risk around the use of device information, personal information, and GPS data, which can lead to criminal exploitation. As this market continues to rapidly evolve, uh, consumers are driving the markets and the risks. Companies attempting to address mobile devices and bring-your-own-device policies need to remain aware of the changes and their impact on their policies and risk assessments. Being a primarily consumer-driven market, businesses and organizations will need to continually reevaluate their environments, uh, employee and business needs uh, to evolve with it. The users and businesses must also remain aware that as the mobile market evolves, criminal activity is moving to exploit the new and growing mobile user base. The Android growth also brings the old debate of open development versus proprietary software back to the forefront of discussion in the new light of mobile environments. Regardless of your position in that debate, it does change the environment when assessing and managing the associated risk. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, U.S. citizens voted for the status quo in general elections last week, re-electing the incumbent president while leaving the House of Representatives and the Senate party balances virtually unchanged. Once the polling returns were official, media attention turned quickly to whether the Congress would be able to avert a headlong dive over the so-called fiscal cliff, uh, deep automatic spending cuts due in January if a compromise is not reached. The tech world is also watching signs from the new administration on issues such as visas for skilled IT workers, uh, cybersecurity guidance, and online privacy legislation. With pre-election uncertainty cleared up, uh, many information security experts expect the White House to issue an executive order on cybersecurity soon. However, other pressing issues, uh, including the fiscal cliff and the holidays, may put off this action until after the first of the year. It would be a stopgap measure meant to buy time while a comprehensive bill, uh, which will have to be renegotiated after the, after the failure of the Cyber Intelligence Sharing and Protection Act bill this summer, uh, can be drafted. 
In 2013, President Obama has vowed to take up comprehensive immigration reform, which may include an expanded visa program for skilled IT workers. Moreover, along with other new legislation expected on online privacy and copyright protection, the administration may soon announce new cabinet appointments affecting the U.S. Trade Representatives and the Departments of State, Treasury, and Commerce, all with potential implications for information security and international trade. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.